going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> Good one. Get in here, son. Make this. Everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Zach. No one cares who the kicker is. Until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zaxburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Looking for a place to take the family for dinner before the game? How about a place for dessert or a snack after the game? Friendlies in Springfield and Media are the perfect family-friendly places to do all of that. Our Friendlies Big Beef Burgers and Signature Super Melt Sandwiches are the perfect pre-game meal. And who could forget our award-winning ice cream that we've been making in our very own factory for more than 75 years. 
Friendlies is the place to bring the kids before the big game. Where else can you get a full kids meal, a drink, and an awesome dessert for just $5.49? Friendlies is proud to support the 2011 Marple Newtown Tiger football team. So make sure you come visit us inside the Springfield Mall or at our media location, which is located at 1145 West Baltimore Pike, right behind the Granite Run AMC 8 movie theater. Come in and try our new peanut brittle ice cream. But you're going to have to hurry because it's only available for a limited time. Friendly, another coffee shop. One no, not at all. At Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Philly Pretzel Factory Halftime Show. The Philly Pretzel Factory is a proud partner of Marple Newtown Tiger football. If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Now, here's your host of the Philly Pretzel Factory Halftime Show, Vinny Gallo. And welcome to the, ha- the Pre- Philadelphia Pretzel Factory Halftime Show. I'm your host, Vinny Gallo, alongside Jim Osman, our executive producer. So, uh, just some quick stats to run down. Team rushing for Marple Newtown, 137 yards, passing 35 yards, eight first downs. Their star, senior captain star, Samara Moat, 13 rushes, 52 yards. Strathaven. Pretty much an even game on the running gra- on the ground with 117 yards rushing, negative one yards passing, and seven first downs. Andrew Crawford, their star running back, 11 rushes for 60 yards. And basically, this is now the fifth quarter that Marple Newtown has not allowed a point, and a little bit of a different defensive look tonight, as you have seen Marple Newtown kind of play a bend but don't break defense, allowing. Strathaven into the red zone deep twice, but not allowing any points. Jim, your take. You know, when you say bend, bend but don't break, it's funny because I thought that on the Panthers, uh, I guess it was their first drive when they got down into Marple Newtown territory, and they just couldn't seem to come up with the same um, type of offense that they had in the previous plays in that drive. It, uh, and it was kind of weird that they 
you know, I, I think they got with inside the 20. I'd have to go back and look at the game, uh, the play-by-play summary. But they got in that area of the red zone, and everything that was working prior to that stopped. It was it was very it was very interesting. Um, so you know, and then at, they were able to move the ball. Let's face it, 117 on the ground. Passing negative one, they did complete a pass, but it was behind the line of scrimmage. This team, like Ray Junta's uh, wing T offense, they run the wing T. Junta and Clancy, both coaches for uh, the respective teams here, they're cut from the same cloth. We were talking about that before the game. They don't throw a lot, so um, it is it is pretty um, it's pretty amazing to me that again Strathaven's been able to move the ball with true Ben. ben the bend but don't break fashion of the Marble Newtown defense when they get close to the end zone just like we heard at the end of the first half absolutely nothing they weren't able to muster up uh, and a, a surprising move not to go for a field goal late in the game there it's the second time now that Strathy have been on fourth down we're in a spot where they could have kicked a field goal but elected not to and come away with nothing on, four, on a, a you know, fourth down and a, a dry a play to end the first half yeah, and you know, it was funny, before that last drive happened for Strathaven, you know, they had they had one yard to go, and they punted to Marple Newtown, and, uh, you know, we were arguing with, uh, we were having some banter back and forth with our game clock operator, Frank Rufo, who was a former PIAA official who comes in and handles our games, or handles our clock, and, you know, he was saying, why do you give it back to Marple Newtown? You know, you got a yard to go. And uh, in some respects, he's right. But, you know, that happened to completely buy backfire for Marple Newtown. They had a fumble uh, in the exchange in the snap, and they gave Strathaven prime, prime position to punch it in. And at least, like you're saying, you get a field goal. The, the first points to get on that board, as we always hear in, 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 in any level of football, are the toughest. So I think that would have been a nice confidence boost. Now they have to come back out and face the Tigers' offense. And you saw the the Panthers' team huddle right as half the first half ended when they were questioning the call whether there should be more time on the clock. When they found that there was no time left, they kind of seemed dejected. You know, see players kind of, you know, with their shoulders down and heads down, and they don't really seem to be into it uh, as you know Strathaven in the past, especially after not scoring twice in the red zone. In order for a, a team like Marple to beat a team like Strathaven, you need your best player to be your best player. Samara Mo, 13 carries, uh, 52 yards. Not exactly the numbers he had put up in the two previous weeks, but then again, he's playing a much better opponent in Strathaven. And also you saw Marple use him a, quite a few times in the first half as a decoy, faking the handoff to him, giving the ball to Famer Antista, and letting them do some work, and uh, really kind of using him more as a decoy instead of, the actual featured back in the offense in the first half. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, the, the crew and myself, uh, Christo and Greg and myself, we watched the, the, the Strathaven-Radner game from last week. And we definitely saw a slower team. We weren't really sure if they were playing down to their opponent, and not to say that um, Radner's inferior to them, although it was 35 nothing at the end of that game last week. But it seemed as though maybe they were playing down a little bit to them and just not quite sure um, in looking at their running game last week, that they had the speed that we're used to on the Strathaven side of the ball. We're used to such tremendous speed, and it seems like they're a little slower in that fashion. And I don't know if they have the stable of backs like they had last year. Last year, really, they had 
a couple different facets of that running game that could come at you any time. So we definitely saw a different team from the film from their game last week. This doesn't surprise us too much, although, you know, again, in, in speaking to do they play down to their opponent, I'm not really sure, although maybe that's exactly what was happening last week. Exactly. Um, uh, we have to take a, a break here on the Philly Pretzel Factory halftime show. I'm Vinny Gal, your host. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheesesteak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheesesteak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. And I'm welcome back to the Philly Pretzel Factory halftime show. I'm your host, Vinny Gallo, now alongside Greg Pecco, our broadcaster for the in-game broadcast. Uh, Greg, your thoughts on the first half? Interesting. It's one of them things where start of the season you hear a lot about the teams in the Central League and the traditional powers in you know, Strathaven, Ridley, Garnet Valley, Upper Derby from year to year is different. And this year is different in the whole league, league-wide. But this game, Marple Newtown appears to be asserting themselves as a team to, that's going to contend. And they're not going to go lightly on you. They're going to stick around in games, and they're going to make you beat them, especially defensively with 10 straight quarters now of shutout football. Yeah, when you would look at Marple's schedule at the beginning of the year before the season started, you saw back-to-back weeks you have 
Strathaven and then Ridley next week. And in normal years, you would think that's an easy two losses for just about any high school program in the state of Pennsylvania. But this year, the Central League is a little different. Uh, Strathaven and Ridley both having a bit of a down year. I'm uh, not saying that that is a bad thing in Ridley when uh, you talk about Ridley having a down year. It still could mean eight to nine wins on the season for them. But Marple seems right, right now defensively five quarters without allowing – I'm sorry, now set – what is it? Ten quarters. Ten quarters now without allowing a, a touchdown or a point. And it's just been pure dominance by their defense. Tonight a little bit of a different approach with the bend but don't break – uh, don't give up the big play, which they haven't all night, and that has resulted in another zero for two straight quarters. And, and one key is going to be the half. Starting the second half, Marple will receive the kick, and to this point, Strathaven really hasn't shown an ability to stop Marple Newtown. I mean, Marple has been shut down, but they get far enough in where Nicolardi can attempt a field goal, and he does have one blocked. That was a long attempt anyhow at 41 yards. Uh, league-wide, though, as you mentioned, Facing teams like Ridley Garnet Valley back to back, that's where losses can pile up. Uh, a few years ago, it was Ridley Garnet Valley, Strathaven that Marple Newtown faced, and and you start losing games like that, and they all start to pile up, and you start to get down on yourself. Strathaven is a, is in a similar situation going into next week, as they will go and face Garnet Valley next week. And now, looking at the way the league are league is, beginning of this season, Strathaven was seen as the class of the league. Now, at this point having a couple weeks to shake themselves out in the league, Garnet Valley now appears to be that, that top contender at this point for the Central League title. Exactly. Um, I went over the first half stats. I uh, just want to remind you of them, Greg. Uh, 137 yards for Marple. On, that is on the ground. 35 in the air. Uh, passing a little more than we used to see last week. Jamie Ridinger threw the ball just four times today already. Three hit, three attempts. He's two of three for 35 yards in the air. Uh, Ray Junta changing his approach in the offense today a little bit, you think? I think knowing Strathaven's defense is expecting a run, he probably came out with the game plan of let's try and shake it up a little bit. Let Ridinger in a wing tee. You're going to have rollouts from your quarterback on almost every play or a three-step drop. Allow Ridinger to get out in space, and if he doesn't see anything, he's got the wherewithal to pull it down and take it for five, six yards like he's done today. And they've switched it up. Joey Pham's come on a few sweeps. He had that big run there on the handoff that crossed up the Strathaven defense. And one of the interesting things is you talk about the total offensive yards for both teams, and it's a defensive game by far in this one. The interesting from a Strathaven standpoint is the fact that they have not given the ball to James Griffin, who is by far their best all-around athlete in that backfield. Yeah, exactly. And... They have get, Marple has given the ball to Moat 13 times on the ground, 52 yards. Not as staggering as numbers as he's had the previous two weeks. Um, they have actually used him a couple times as a decoy. I mean, he faked you out on a play where they looked yeah. like it was a handoff for going to be a 40-yard touchdown for Moat, and it wound up being a 25-yard game for a Peter Pham. So using Moat in different ways, kind of changing the approach, I think that might be throwing Strathaven's defensive uh, outtake uh, off a little bit. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, Moat's the type of guy, though, that I, I have a feeling when it gets down to it in this second half, he's the most reliable player in terms of, of your running back position at this point. Not to say that the other guys aren't. It's just that Moat is the senior. He's the leader, and he's the type of guy when you give him 
15 carries. One of them is eventually going to be broken op- open for a big run, as we've seen in past weeks with the 80-yard run in, against Sun Valley and then against last week against Pengrest. Thanks, Greg. Uh, we're going to head to a, a break here on the Philly Halftime Show. Philly Pretzel Halftime Show. I'm your host, Vinny Gallo. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. And welcome back to the Philly half, Philly Pretzel Halftime Show. I'm your host, Vinny Gallo. I just want to give a special thanks to Jim Alsman and the Philly Pretzel Factory for hosting us tonight and for sponsoring us. Uh, we come back to the second half with Greg Pecco and Christo Garavales. This is the Philly Pretzel Halftime Philly Pre- Philly Pretzel Halftime Philly Pretzel Halftime Show. Just remember, if it's not a not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Oh man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well now, they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly Cheese Steak Pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new Cheese Steak Pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here is Vincent Gallo, Christo Garavales, and Greg Pecco. We welcome you back in as we get ready for the start of the third quarter here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Marple Newtown leads Strathaven 10 to nothing in this one, and an interesting first half, Christo, in a game that will start to shake out the Central League. Absolutely, Strathaven. It doesn't seem like they're playing up to, to their potential tonight. Uh, you have a couple of nice strong runs by Andrew Crawford, number 20, the fullback, James Griffin. Has been getting the ball a little bit, but not as many touches as I would like to see. You know, I think he should get about 10, 15 touches more this half to try to get Strathaven back into the game. And letting the quarterback, the young guy, number four, Kevin Mahollin, throw the ball as much as he has 
Uh, it's great to get some experience, but in this big game situation, you got to give it to those horses and let them go. And obviously, we saw the tape last week, and one of the things we saw was the first half from Strathaven against Radner that wasn't stellar. However, in the second half, Strathaven sort of asserted themselves and, and took over the ball game and, and led to a 41 to nothing victory over Radner. Can we prepare for something like that to happen here today, a comeback of those proportions? or Absolutely. I mean, it all depends on the type of characters you have on the team. Um, I know that in the past there are teams that come alive in the second half and are just slow, slow to get starting as a group. And if they're slow to get starting and you have a tight game like this where it's only 10 nothing, the second half, if you're that type of team that likes to catch fire that second half, it's, it could be a good night for Strathaven. But if, on the other hand, if you're Marple, you're playing great defense, you're running the ball efficiently, you're playing field position just like Ray likes to do, and if they can continue that, they'll get the win tonight. And it's sort of the keys, things to look for in the second half, the ability of James Griffin to take over a ball game. We saw it against Radner, We've and I'm, earlier in the season against Upper Moreland, Strathaven did the same thing. And then consistency, I guess, would be the key for Marble Newtown. Be as consistent as you were in the first half on defense and on offense. Absolutely. Marple just has to keep doing what they're doing. Stay consistent with running the ball. Moat's been a little bottled up tonight, but they're finding other playmakers to get the ball down the field and let that defense do what it's doing tonight. Strathaven, you have to get Crawford in the game, and the biggest thing, I think, is get Griffin going. You have to get him going. Give him the ball about 10 or 15 times this half. Run him until he can't breathe anymore and get him in the end zone as many times as they can. And as we prepare for the kickoff, we will take a quick break. For the start of the third quarter in one moment, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. And we welcome you back getting ready for the start of the third quarter. Marple Newtown leads Strathaven 10 to nothing. Marple Newtown will receive to start this ball game and it will be Crawford Andrew Crawford, number 20 for Strathaven, the running back. He will be kicking it off. Ball spotted at the 40, and Crawford was a soccer player before converting to football, so he most likely has an ability to kick the ball. We haven't seen him yet today with Marple Newtown throwing a shutout. Crawford, the kick is high, end over end. Moat will take it at the 10. He's going to go through the wedge now. Breaks one tackle. Runs past another. He's got some open space. One guy on him. Brought down at the 48, though. Tackle made by number 27, Anthony Myers. And that's one thing, Greg, we looked at when we were watching this tape. If Marple can get a special team score or special teams positioning with the way they have it now on the 48-yard line with Moat taking it up there, it could change the whole game. And Moat finally drugged down, but he was dragging Wellington Zaza for about five yards before help arrived. So Reidinger comes out under center. 
Antista near side. Fim in the backfield with Moat. First on the far side. Raziano tight end. Ridinger takes the snap. Hands to Fim who's going to go on the sweep. Then cuts up the middle. Picks up four yards across the 50. Tackle made by number 67, P.J. Norman Plummer. And that's that big D tackle we talked about. I, in my opinion, I think number 67 is a little bit better of a D tackle than Roger A. Thomason, number 76, just because he doesn't get tired. He plays both sides of the ball, and he comes to play every down, it seems like. He's doing a nice job down there at the nose tackle position. So Marble Newtown will have second down and seven, a yard in to Strathaven territory at the 49. 11 minutes to go here in the third quarter. 10-0 lead, Marple Newtown. Rodinger under center. Moat Fam in the backfield. Far side, Raziano. Near side, Schellenberger. Handoff goes to Moat. Up the middle, picks up four yards and brought down at the 45-yard line. Tackle made by number three, Tavon Howie. Tavon playing that strong safety rover position, just like a fifth linebacker, but really a D-back. He comes up and makes the play right there. He does it. He's doing a nice job all night tonight, Greg. 10.40 left in the third. Third down and three at the Strathaven 45-yard line, and Antista checks in for Schoenberger. And Antista will come out near side of the field in the receiver spot. Fam in the backfield with Moat. Far side is Rosiano. Handoff goes to Fam on the far side, cuts up the middle, gets the first down across the 40, brought down in the 37. Tackle made by number 45, Ira Ferguson. Ira Ferguson playing the outside linebacker position on the line of scrimmage. He's getting attacked right there. Right there, Marble ran a sweep. And when they run the sweep, the two guards come out in front. And when you have two guards coming at you as a linebacker, it's a tough spot to be in. But Ira does a nice job and makes the play right there. And using both Fam and Moat now, both guys that have good speed and good vision at this point from the backfield is helping Marple Newtown early in the third quarter. Ten minutes left, first and ten at the Haven 30 eight-yard line. Moat, Fam in the backfield. Near side, Antista. Handoff goes to Moat. Breaks one through and then stops at the line of scrimmage. Excuse me. Tackle made by number 67, P.J. Norman Plummer. And he's the tackle we talked about two plays ago. He's doing a nice job. He's making plays. He's getting off blocks, using his hands really well, and wrapping up Moat for the tackle there. He's a pretty good D tackle. So no gain on the plane by Samuro Moat. Fam checks out. Schellenberger in. 9.25 to play in the third. Second down and 10 from a Strathaven 38. And you will have Antista line up near side, tight end position. Far side is first. In the backfield looks like Rosiano and Moat. Handoff goes to Rosiano. He cuts up the middle for three yards brought down. Tackle made by number 11, Fender. Fender's doing a nice job at that inside linebacker position. He's fought across the face of the offensive lineman just to make the tackle right there. So third and seven at the Strathaven 35 with 8.48 to play. And what's the call here, Christo? Maybe a waggle again? No, I think they're going to try to give Moat the ball with a belly. Belly would be basically an off-tackle play, right running on top of the guard and the tackle on the right side or the left side. Fam near side. Antista tight end. Right into your three-step drop. Pump fakes. He's going to throw long intended for Fam. Fam makes the catch at the nine. And across the five and finally bottled up and taken down at the four-yard line, five-yard line. They're going to finally spot it. Number 31, Tyrone Charles with the tackle. Tyrone Charles has the height on Fam. 
has the speed on Fam, but Fam just has the heart. He comes up, makes a play, and does a great job bringing that ball in. Charles kind of overrun, overran at the pass, a little underthrown by Rodinger, helps out Fam as he goes up and gets it that time. So, Christo, we were both wrong on that one. Three step drop. Coach Joe to change it up a little bit. 8.19 to play in the third. First down and goal from the five yard line. Reidinger under center, Moat Fam in the backfield, Rosiano far side. Rosiano in motion. Handoff goes to Fam, belly inside. Taken down after three yards at the two. Tackle made by number 22, James Griffin. Griffin does a nice job from the safety position coming up and taking Moat down there. Tomorrow, Moat on the carry. 7.56 left. Second and goal from the two yard line. And Marple Newtown earlier in this situation ran a quick sneak. They've run it twice today. If Strathaven spreads it out, it, that could be an interesting call off that nose tackle. Absolutely, but the one, th- the one thing I'm noticing right now, number 67's in at the nose tackle position instead of 76. And off to Moat. Touchdown, Tigers! That was a great drive by Marple. Nice job by Jamie Reininger with the pass. Nice job by Moat having the great vision and the speed to get in that end zone. Great drive. So with 7.30 to play, Nicolardi comes on for the extra point to make it 17-0. Strathaven blocked the field goal attempt earlier. Nicolardi spots up. Fam the holder. It's a good spot. Kick is up and good. 17-0 lead for the Tigers here with 7.30 left in the third quarter. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Back to live action here, third quarter. 17-0 lead for the Tigers. Samaro Moat scored on a two-yard run before the break, and now Anthony Nicolardi will kick to Strathaven. And it's been all squibs today, and you could expect that same thing as they don't want to kick to Griffin. Absolutely. It would be surprising if they do kick it deep, but... Nicolardi, another squib, hit, picked up, far side by Zaza. Makes one move at the 20, or excuse me, 30, and brought down finally at the 28. Tackle made by number 42, Nick Karachi. He does a nice job there on that kick return, taking Zaza down. And there is a flag on the play. Referees will discuss. Head referee is Bob Tinsley, and we will wait to hear from him on the call. And he will come to midfield with the call. During the return, we have a personal foul, face mask, on the kicking team. 15 yards from the end of the run, first down. And that will hurt Marple Newtown, as now Strathaven will start at their own 42. 17-0 lead for Marple. 7.23 left in the third. Mulholland under center. 
Mulholland, the handoff to Howie far side. Breaks one tackle, picks up maybe 9, 10 yards, close to a first down across the 50. And Howie does a great job right there. He has his hands on the offensive guard's back, and he that is just perfect running back stature right there in a wing T offense. He's doing a great job finding the open hole and using his blockers. Nice job by Howie. And there's a timeout on the field at the moment as they will assess Howie, and we will take a break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, the ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first serve. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. And we welcome you back. Live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavala, 7-13 to play here in the third quarter. As Marple Strathaven has a man down, but he appears to get up all under his own power and walk off on the far side of the field. And in this one, the Tigers lead it. Uh, Samaro Moat now has scored to start this game, this half, excuse me. And Strathaven will now come out under center. Howie, the receiver, near side. Griffin, far side. You got Crawford in the backfield. Mulholland under center. Mulholland, the handoff to Crawford. He cuts to the outside, hit after seven yards, drags a man, and picks up a big first down for Strathaven. Tackle made by number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. Ryan's has a nice game tonight playing at the inside linebacker position. He's all over the field making tackles. So ball will be spotted at DeMarple Newtown, 36, with 6.40 to play here in the third quarter. First down and 10 for Strathaven. Howie comes out to the near side. Mulholland under center. Crawford in the backfield. Far side is Griffin at the tight end spot. Mulholland takes the snap. Handoff goes to Crawford inside. He's bottled up and taken down very quickly by Marble Newtown. Tackle made by number 44, Parker Moss. Parker Moss does a nice job reading the sweep, which is run to the right-hand side. Parker does a nice job fighting across the offensive line space, making the tackle right there. And Strathaven picks up no gain on that play. It'll be second down and 10 from the Marple 36. Six minutes left. Marple leads 17 to nothing. And you have Crawford in the backfield. Mulholland under center. Griffin far side. Griffin in motion. Takes the handoff on a sweep. He's going to come near side of the field. Breaks one tackle taken down by Ken Smith after eight. Tackle made by number 75, Ken Smith. And that's what, that's what you're looking for out of Griffin. He took a jet sweep to the right-hand side, and he turned the speed on a little bit, and he got a nice gain right there. And Strathaven now, third down and a long one from the Marple Newtown 27. 
Crawford in the backfield. Howie far side with Griffin in the tight end spot. Vendetta near side, tight end. In motion goes Vendetta. Hand off to Crawford. It looks like he's got the first down. Breaks one tackle. Breaks a second. He's at the 10. And taken down at the 5-yard line finally by Marple Newtown's defense. Looked like Moat got to him. Tackle made by number 30, Samara Moat. Hey, that's what we're talking about with Strathaven football. Just keep feeding the ball to those running backs, feeding them and feeding them, and eventually they're going to break something big. And Strathaven, the pattern seems to be work the ball inside, then sweep outside with Griffin, then go back inside and, and see how much you can get this defense to open up. Absolutely. Now they're on the five-yard line looking for a touchdown here. Five-yard line, five minutes left. First down and goal. Mulholland under center. Crawford Griffin backfield. Takes the snap. Handoff goes to Griffin. He's going to sweep to the outside off the tackle. Reaches across the goal line. Touchdown. Strathaven. And the streak of scoreless quarters for the Marple Newtown defense comes to an end. A little over halfway through the third quarter here. So about ten and a half quarters of scoreless football. Not a bad way to start the season. Not at all. It's a great way. Marple's done a great job on defense. Great job on offense. But like we talked about after halftime, Greg. If Strathaven sticks to the, what they're good, what they're good at doing, what they're used to, running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, eventually well, the walls are going to break, and now we have a game. And Crawford kicks the extra point through the uprights there, so it's 17 to seven here, third quarter. Marple Newtown leads it. Looking for a place to take the family for dinner before the game? How about a place for dessert or a snack after the game? Friendlies in Springfield and Media are the perfect family-friendly places to do all of that. Our Friendly's Big Beef Burgers and Signature Super Melt Sandwiches are the perfect pre-game meal. And who could forget our award-winning ice cream that we've been making in our very own factory for more than 75 years. Friendly's is the place to bring the kids before the big game. Where else can you get a full kids meal, a drink, and an awesome dessert for just $5.49? Friendly's is proud to support the 2011 Marple Newtown Tiger football team. So make sure you come visit us inside the Springfield Mall or at our media location, which is located at 1145 West Baltimore Pike, right behind the Granite Run AMC 8 movie theater. Come in and try our new peanut brittle ice cream. Back to live action here, third quarter, 447 left. Crawford ready to kick for Strathaven. 17-10 lead for Marple Newtown. Moat, Fam, and Rosiano are back to receive. Crawford, high, and over end kick, picked up by Fam at the six. He's going to take it far side of the field. Fam cuts back near side, taken down at the 26-yard line by Fender. Tackle made by number 43, Jake Morris. Jake Morris taking the spot of number 52, Josh Johnson, on that inside linebacker spot. And on special teams, he comes down and makes a nice play. And some other game scores. LaSalle leads 14 to nothing. Conestoga over Ridley, 14 to nothing. Glenn Mills leads Downingtown East, 14 to seven. Garnet Valley over Upper Darby, 23-14. And Bishop Shanahan, 35 to nothing over Chichester. Tigers come out at their own. 27. First down and 10. Fam near side with Antista. Moat in the backfield. Handoff goes to Mo- Oh, on the end around now to Rosiano. He breaks one tackle. Oh, just tripped up. Nearly had a chance to take it to houses. There was no one in front of him brought down at the 37 and a man down for Strathaven. That was a nice tackle by number 22, James Griffin. But on the offensive ball right there, Greg, they run in a belly sweep play. The belly is basically an off-tackle play. They fake the belly to moat, and and they bring number 22, 
Anthony Rosanio over, and they run a sweep off that, and that's why everybody gets sucked down in the middle, and the outsides open up, and you can run for miles there. That was a nice job by Ray. And with a man down, we'll step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aspen, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention. And we welcome back here, third quarter, 4.30 to play. Tigers lead 17 to 7. First down and 10 for Marple Newtown at their own 39 here. After a nice run by Rosano on the last play. So Radinger comes out under center. Moat in the backfield with Rosano. Near side is Antista. Radinger takes the snap. Hands off to Mode underneath on a quick handoff. Picks up three yards. Pushing guys. Picks up four or five yards. Is Moat. Tackle made by number 43, Jake Morris again from that front side inside linebacker position. Moat right there runs a guard trap. And as a front side linebacker, if you're Morris, you see the guard block down and try to trap your defensive tackle. Now against Strathaven, it's a 3-4 defense, so the trap is a little bit wider. And when you got that big hole and you have Moat with that speed, going to happen every down. Second down and three from their own 46 is Marple Newtown. Radinger under center. Antista near side. Fam lined up in the slot. Handoff goes to Moat. Far side. Cuts back and hit hard at the line of scrimmage and 
probably loses a yard on this one. Depends on where the spot is. Tackle made by number 52, Josh Johnson. Josh has had a nice job, didn't, has been doing a nice job at linebacker all game. Right there, he identifies the play and smacks mode a little bit. So it'll be third down and a long three for Marple Newtown from their own 46-yard line here. They lead it 17-7 with about three minutes left in this third quarter. Antista lines up as the receiver to the near side. Moat, Fam in the backfield. Far side, Rosano. Handoff goes to Fam on the sweep to the outside. Cuts back up the middle. Taken down, tripped up, and maybe picked up two and a half yards. Tackle made by number 50, Drew Platt. Drew Platt comes in for number 67, P.J. Norman Plummer. P.J. was one of the big D tackles we talked about. He was injured on that last place, so number 50, Drew Platt comes in for him. So the punt unit does come on here as it's fourth down and two on the Tiger side of the 50. So Coach Junta ready to punt this one away. It will be to Griffin. And number 33. Punt by Kirkians. A high spiral. Caught by Stratavis Michella. And he's brought down after four yards by Marple Newtown. Tackle made by number 16, Joe Vesco. Joe does a nice job running down the field as fast as possible, not letting the not letting the punt return to get outside of his lane and makes a play there. And the high spiral, I think, caught Griffin off guard. He was ready to catch it, but it was a high one, and Michello had to be under it as Marble Newtown's punt return or punt defense was down there very quickly. Absolutely, on those high punts like that, it gives the punt team time to get down the field. So, Mulholland under center, Crawford in the backfield. Griffin, far side, tight end. Mulholland's going to roll out to the near side. He's got Howie in the middle of the field. And tipped, nearly caught by Moat, as it was well underthrown by Howie. But Moat tipped it at the 45. Looks like he didn't see the ball quick enough, Christelle. Absolutely. The receiver ran a great pattern. He was open for a second. Now, if the quarterback would have took his time when he rolled out of that bootleg, stood straight up in that pocket on the outside, threw the ball down the field on the hashes instead of towards the middle of the field. If he threw the ball on the hashes, the receiver would have been able to catch the ball. But since he threw it towards the middle of the field, Moat comes in and makes a nice play and breaks it up. Howie, near side. Crawford and Griffin are in the backfield. Mulholland under center. Mulholland, the snap. Handoff. Fakes the handoff to Griffin. He's going to look to throw. And now he's going to be sacked. Looks like Kirky and brought him down. That was a nice job. Great job, Marple D right there. Tackle made by number 65, Chris Kirky, and on the sack right there. I just don't understand, Greg, what's going on with Strathaven right now. You're running the ball great like you did prior to get that first touchdown. And now back-to-back passing plays. A waggle left right there. Nobody's open. No time. Mahalans gets taken down. And I guess it, that there was a zone defense to kind of bottle up that short throwing game on the waggle. Absolutely. And also, there's not too many receivers coming out out of the backfield there, so they can easy, easily pass them off to each linebacker. Three wide receivers now. Crawford in the backfield. Handoff quick to Crawford. He picks up three yards and brought down as he comes to about the 28. So I guess a... Coach Clancy for Strathaven content to kind of play for field position and punt this one away. Absolutely. But right there you get a nice game by Crawford. 
Now imagine if you had a nice gain the past two times instead of passing the ball, and now you're looking. Now you have first down instead of fourth down. It changes the whole ball game right here, Greg. And with 38 seconds left in this third quarter, Marple Newtown leads 17 to seven. Fourth down and seven from their own 27 is Strathaven. Appears as if they're going to punt this one. Griffin is going to punt. You have Moat and Fam on their side of the 50 at the 40, and now there's a flag. Most likely delay a game. Offense, five yards still. Fourth down. And head referee Bob Tinsley with the call as it is a delay a game that time, and Strathaven took a lot of time to get to that ball. So it'll be 19 seconds left in the quarter. Moat and Fam now are at their own 45. Griffin to punt. Griffin, the punt. End over high spiral, actually. Fam gets it to the far side of the field at the 42, and now a flag down as Fam crosses the 50. And we possibly could have a blocking foul on this one. Tackle me by number 24, Brian Vendetta. Brian also plays the outside linebacker position in that 3-4 defense, but he does a nice job getting down the field and tackling Speedy Joey Fam. And we wait for Bob Tinsley to give the signal, but this is all but... And now there's the initial signal as it's a block in the back. And he's trying to get the official number here to mark it off as we are at the end of the third quarter. And we'll switch ends. And we will step aside as it is the end of the third quarter. Marple Lutown leads 17 to seven. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue. And we welcome you back. So we will have an untimed down because a quarter cannot end on the penalty. So it is third quarter. First down and 10 for Marple at their own 35 after the penalty on the kickoff. Rodinger under center. Fakes the handoff and miscommunication and a five-yard loss as number 76 gets in there for Strathaven. Tackle me by number 24, Brian Vendetta. Brian has back-to-back tackles right there and does a nice job. Jamie Rodinger seemed like he knew what he was doing, but Moat didn't move back there when he turned around to hand it off. So busted play right there for the Tigers. So that's the end of the third quarter. 17-7 lead for Marple. We'll come back with the fourth quarter. <laughs> 